0: climbing family. The only thing more painful than wrestling her would be arguing with her when she was sure she was right. She had already been kept off the all-male football team. Wrestling seemed to be next. The five of them continued along the street, heading toward the end of the block and the cut-through that led to Cedarville Middle School. After a few minutes, they caught up to Savannah. She had hold of Luther by the collar and was scolding him gently but firmly. I don't know what's gotten into you. You've never chased cars before. You could have been hurt or even killed. What would I do without my sweetie? Luther looked contrite. But when a distant backfire sounded, he perked up and seemed to want to run off again. Absolutely not, Savannah snapped. I'm taking you home, and I expect you to stay there. Is that understood? Ben leaned into the group. She knows he's a dog, right? Big talk from the guy with a weasel in his shirt. Pitch tossed back. They all knew it wasn't the same thing. Luther was a pet. Ferret Face was a medical service animal. Ben suffered from narcolepsy, a sleep disorder. It was the little ferret's job to provide a wake-up nip whenever he felt his owner beginning to nod off. You guys go without me, Savannah called. I'll get my mom to write me a note. This is an emergency. She started back down Honeybee, leading her Doberman by the collar. The rest of them continued to the end of the street and the cut-through to school. Griffin was the first to notice that something was different. The last house on the block had an odd triangular lawn abutting the wooded area. Now, on the grass, blocking the access to the cut-through, stood a wooden sawhorse. Against it leaned a hand-painted sign. Private property. No trespassing. This means you. Ben frowned. Why would Mrs. Martindale block the shortcut? Maybe it's a joke, suggested Logan. Griffin shook his head. Mrs. Martindale never jokes. Pitch looked exasperated. It's a sign, not the Great Wall of China. Go around it. It says no trespassing, Logan pointed out. We're not trespassing, we're just passing through. She stepped around the sawhorse and began to cross the triangular strip of lawn. Hey! Running across the grass was a short, wiry man in his forties with dark hair and black, staring eyes. With both hands, he carried a giant pipe wrench that must have been three feet long. Can't you read? This is private property! Melissa, who didn't like confrontation, stepped behind Griffin and tried to make herself small. Griffin spoke up. It's our shortcut to school. Mrs. Martindale says it's okay. The man stepped closer. His eyes seemed to burn even wilder. Mrs. Martindale doesn't live here anymore. I do, and I don't allow strangers on my lawn. We're not strangers, Griffin explained we all live around here uh welcome to the neighborhood he manufactured a grin the newcomer's burning look grew no friendlier i like my privacy as a matter of fact i insist on it and i don't care how mrs martindale used to do things but how are we supposed to get to school ben asked plaintively The pipe wrench must have been growing heavy, because the man hefted it. It's not my business whether or not you go to school just so long as you stay off my property. The thing is, Pitch tried to reason, without the cut-through, we have to go all the way up to 9th Street. It takes at least an extra 15 minutes, maybe 20. Then I guess you'd better get right on it. He stood there and watched as they trudged away. As they passed the front walk, Griffin read the newly stickered name on the signpost.